Well, welcome everyone. We are passionate at Church Alive, helping people fulfill God's potential for their lives. And that means developing, building, coaching, inspiring leaders. And so I hope you'll have a leaning factor that today you can grow. Today you can take on a new mentality, a new mindset. And as you allow God to prune you, lift you, other people to inspire you, learn from you, you can become all that God has destined you to become. Well, welcome every single person. I'm excited you're tuning in with us. Welcome our Church Alive family and friends. If you're first time checking it out, man, we're just honoured that you'd take a moment right now to hear something from the Word of God that'll inspire you, that'll build your faith, that'll encourage your heart. And I just believe that these moments can shift something, sometimes small, but sometimes big. God wants to speak to you today. Man, um, I want to pray for you right now, and then we want to dive into the talk. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person watching. I pray, Lord God, that the touch of God, even right now, the presence of God would come upon their lives. Help them experience you. Help them hear things they need to hear. Help their heart respond to you. Give them a wise mind, a faith-filled heart. Bless each life, bless each man, each woman, each family, each young person represented. Lord, I declare over young people, Lord, that they will fulfill the destiny and the purpose you have for them. I declare healthy, strong homes and families and lives in Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name. Come on, if you're in the chat to say, uh, chat today, say amen. If you're not, you can jump on the chat on your phone or your computer. Um, if, I, if I make a good point, you can say amen. Just connect with someone on that chat today. I want to talk to you today about this thought from barren to blessing. From barren to blessing. Isn't it true so often that pain is our greatest teacher? You might have had a, a elementary school teacher, a middle school teacher, a high school teacher, college teacher. You've had music teachers and sports teachers. You've had coaches and, and, and there were some that were amazing and some we kind of remember for numerous different funny reasons. We had so many different teachers. But haven't you experienced also that pain is one of the greatest blessings in your life. Why? It's not because we're suckers for punishment. No, it's because when we go through barren places, when we go through painful experiences, when we go through these times, do you know what happens to us? We all of a sudden, we, we tweak our ear and we begin to lean in and we begin to listen. I remember uh, many years ago, I was 18 years old, uh, great friend of mine was in the car. I think we might have just played some tennis. We were going back home. I was in my mother's car. It was a very old, very crappy Datsun 180B. Like it was not the kind of car that you're going to impress the ladies with, if you know what I mean. We are... Um, we're driving down and I'm about to go on the highway. It was slightly raining. I realized the roads were a little slick. And I thought to myself, you know what? Let's show my friend what this car can do. I said to my friend, Scotty Fleurin at the time, I said, man, watch this. I'm in a manual car. I'm in second gear. All of a sudden, I, 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 bah, 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 I all of a sudden, I'm, I'm trying to go sideways, but I'm trying to go a little bit sideways. I lose control and I smash into the railing, literally like this over here, this car picture. Yeah, that was me 
Actually, it wasn't that bad, but it was in that vicinity. Like all of a sudden, I learned some lessons. I learned some lessons like, I'm not that good. I learned some lessons like, that's for stunt car drivers. I learned some lessons like, my mum wasn't that happy. I learned some lessons like, it costs you a bunch of money when you do dumb stuff. I learned some lessons. How many of you in the chat today have learned some lessons from the dumb things you've done in your life? There is a blessing in barren places. In this COVID-19 season, it's been unusual, it's been different. All of us have dealt with it in different ways and, and I certainly don't want to underplay some of the loss. There has been actually so much loss across New Jersey, across America, lives lost. There's been job loss, there's been lots of loss. But what's amazing is that even in the graveyard, there is some gold to learn. Even in the barren place, there are some things that you and I need to say. If we'll have the right spirit, if we'll have that attitude that says, God, give me the wisdom that I need, the understanding that I need to learn the lessons of life in these type of places. I believe that you can. And I declare over you that out of your barrenness, out of the hard times, out of the place where there was pain and difficulty, out of the barren place, you can learn the lessons. You can allow God to do a deeper work in you. You can allow God to do a deeper work in your mind. You can say, you know what? That was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. This was how I should have done it. And I found that in the barren place, you and I can learn incredible, incredible lessons. One of the greatest men in all of the Bible was a man by the name of Moses. Moses is literally born as a Hebrew into Egypt. He gets snatched up into Pharaoh's family. Pharaoh's daughter takes care of him, raises him. He is raised in opulence. He is raised as a prince of Egypt. Somehow, we're not sure how, he discovers that he is not Egyptian, he is a Hebrew, and he is bothered by the treatment of his own people. He is watching it day after day. He is tormented in his soul that his own people are slaves. And out of a authentic passion, out of a, a really seemingly justified passion in his own heart, he watches a Hebrew get beaten one day and he steps in and all of a sudden he gets in a fight with another Egyptian, it goes wrong and he murders the man and then he hides him. Well, he thought he got away with it, but rumours began to spread and the Bible says that when Pharaoh found out about it, he wanted to kill him. And all of a sudden, Moses, the man who's been brought up in opulence and wealth and privilege and prestige and education, he has to flee the place. And he runs, the Bible says, to a place called Midian. Midian in the Hebrew actually means strife and it means the place of judgment. He runs to a place called Midian and for the next 40 years, this kid who was living a large life, this man who was, had slaves, had, had, had servants, had everything financially he ever needed, is all of a sudden in a barren place and he spends 40 years being a shepherd, taking care of sheep. How many of you are dog people? Put it in the chat. Are you a dog person? Are you a cat person? 
It's cool. If, you, if you're a dog person, cool. If you're a cat person, that's up to you. I'm not a cat person. I'm far more a dog person. Guess what? Moses became a sheep person. He had to hang out with sheep. Do you know that sheep are one of the dumbest animals on planet Earth? He spent 40 years hanging out with the dumbest little creatures. But what's amazing in that place, in that barren place, in that place that strife brought him there, in that place where really Pharaoh's judgment against him brought him there, God leaves him there for 40 years. And when God shows up and God begins to speak to him and he says, Moses, Moses, you're going to go back to Egypt and you are going to be the vessel. You are going to be the instrument that sets my people free. Do you know what Moses learned? In the barren place, he learned that if he tried in his own skill, his own ability, if he simply tried to do life his own way, you know what happened? He went to a barren place. So Moses learned one of the most important lessons that you and I can learn. Moses learned this. I'm not just going to do it my way. I'm going to do it God's way. And, and he became one of the most obedient humble, meek men in all of the Bible. And he helped people get set free. He literally was, was the guy who says, man, follow me and I will, I will bring you to a place of freedom. He wasn't just talk. He was powerfully used by God. He's one of the heroes of Hebrews chapter 11. He is mentioned more than most people in all of the New Testament. He literally comes back when Jesus goes to a mountain one day. It is Moses and it is Elijah that meet with Jesus. Moses was a murderer. Moses was hunted by Pharaoh's finest. But in a barren place, he learnt Obedience. In a barren place, he learnt that sometimes his passions need to be tempered. In a barren place, he learnt to rely on God. So when God shows up to him, he says, I've already tried my way. And guess what? My way, it didn't work. I think you and I could say that sometimes. My way didn't work. How I've been doing it, how I've been living, that worked for a while, but then it seemed to break me. And I would say that that is often you and I's lesson. It is that we, we are doing life our own way. At first it seems to work. At first it seems like it's going awesome, but it normally leads us to a barren place in an area of our lives or all of our lives. It leads us to barrenness. And God shows up in His mercy and God shows up in His grace and God gives Moses an incredible purpose. I want to tell someone today that God has a purpose for your life. God wants to show up in your life. God wants to speak to you. Listen to me, in the barrenness of your life, in the pain, God wants to use that lesson as a lesson to say, listen, if you just trust in yourself, it may go well for a while, but if you'll trust in me, it'll go well forever. It'll go well forever. There is blessing in the barren place. A number of years ago, about four years ago, I was walking around a hostel, a men's hostel, a place where they feed men who are homeless, feed men they take care of men, they, they, they put up rooms for men who have literally normally ruined their lives because of drugs, ruined their lives because of 
uh, different addictions, have just made bad life decisions. And I'm certainly not saying that nothing happened to those men. And, and there's, there's often reasons why they end up that way. But I was walking around what is an incredibly barren place. What is a place where dreams are shattered. What is a place where people live dysfunctionally. What is a place where so many men, they hang their head in shame. They, they don't look you in the eye. They know that life has beat them up. I was walking around that place and I was looking for my own dad. I was looking for my dad because my dad had somehow did life his own way, and it led to an incredibly barren place. But here's the lesson. Here's the thing. I walked into that men's shelter, and I'll tell you this, that men's shelter, that'll preach to you. That'll speak to you. There'll be some lessons of life that you and I must learn in that place. There'll be some lessons on self-control. There'll be some lessons on not getting stuck in life. There'll be some lessons for all of us to learn. And I want to suggest to you today is that in sometimes the barren places of your life is the greatest blessing if you'll allow God to teach you what you must learn in that place. God has so many good lessons to teach you. And in the pain, in the tough times of your life, you can look back on your life and say, man, I went through that, but now I learned this. I went through that, and now I went through this. And hear me now, that doesn't mean God is putting you in bad places. That doesn't mean that He's punishing you and putting you in a bad place. But this is incredibly important to learn because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10, that the examples of the Old Testament, the examples of the, the teachings of guys like Abraham and Moses and Elijah and Elisha and the children of Israel, the mistakes they made, the things that they fell into, God says, that's your example. Why does He say that? He says, I'm, I don't want you to go through the pain. I want you to learn from their barren times so that you can literally miss their barren times and you can be blessed. Many years ago, someone I know very close to me went through a very difficult time in their marriage. And in their marriage, things went south. It went south very, very fast. And Proverbs chapter 5 is an incredible passage of Scripture where a man, Solomon, is teaching the people who are looking at life and he begins to tell them about a certain young man who begins to hang out with a certain woman and she's got the wrong mentality. She's got the wrong spirit. She is literally bad news. That girl is poison, baby. And, and Solomon is warning people for thousands of years about this one person. He says, this is what I see. This is the lesson and out of that barren person's experience, he says, I have a blessing for you, and it is called wisdom. I ended up reading that passage of Scripture many years ago, Proverbs chapter 5. Man, because of the person's relationship to me that was so close, I literally began to say, man, I'm going to memorize this because I don't want that to happen to me. I memorized Proverbs chapter 5. I committed it to memory because I wanted to learn from someone else's pain. See, out of the barrenness, not just of your life, but the barrenness of other people's lives, you and I can live lives of wisdom. 
out of the barrenness of someone else's finances, you can look and say, no, 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 that's not going to be me. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 says, in all you're getting, watch this now, it says, get wisdom. Listen to me. It says, in all of your getting, get what? Wisdom. Because wisdom is the thing. Wisdom is the smarts. Wisdom is the capacity to see through when the devil is luring you and I. Wisdom looks past the apple and sees the pain. And you can apply this in any area of your life. I believe that this COVID-19 season has taught many of us the value of relationships. Isn't it sad though sometimes we have to lose people or almost lose people to learn sometimes the value of relationships. I believe that for many of you that this might have been a season that it's going to teach you some lessons about money. It's going to teach you some lessons about work. It's going to teach you some lessons if you'll hear it and if you'll say, God, give me your wisdom. The Bible says this in the book of Numbers, chapter 12. It says a unique phrase about Moses. It is a phrase that is not repeated in any other passage of Scripture. The Bible does not record this about any other person. Here's what it says about Moses. It says, Moses was the meekest man in all of the world. In all of the world. It literally said, Moses was the goat, the greatest of all time. At meekness, at immediately obeying God. How did Moses become the goat? How did Moses become the greatest of all time at obeying God? He learned it in the barren place. He learned it in the place of the desert where his own stuff messed him up. And then he decided from that point on, I will never... Not listen. I will never not listen. How did he learn that experience? He learned it through pain. He learned it through the barren place. And I want to preach to you today that there are, there are, there is gold in the graveyard. There is blessing in the barren place. There are lessons in the loss. There is treasure in the tough times. If you learn anything, and here's the reality that you and I, we didn't see that coming. We didn't see that many times, the tough times of our life, the hardest times, the, the place where maybe there was family dysfunction, there was, there was financial dysfunction, there was health dysfunction. We didn't realize that that was lessons of life that could literally leverage us to become wise people. There's treasure in the tough times. There's gold even in the graveyard. How can there be gold in the graveyard? There's gold in the graveyard. And listen, if you've had someone that has moved on from this life to the next, that's a very difficult time. We pray for you and, and sympathetic for you. But the gold of the graveyard is this, is that you and I learn to value relationships more. The gold of the graveyard is that life is short. 
Life's temporary. Life's fragile. The book of 1 Peter says the grass withers. It says the flowers, says they fade. But here's what it says. But it says, but the Word of our God shall stand forever. I want to tell you today, there is blessing in the barren place. There is lessons that you learn nowhere else because so often our ears are closed to them. But are you hearing God? Because He wants to take you from a barren place to a blessed place. He wants to give you wisdom that is uncommon many times to other people because you've learned. Have you been through a bit of a barren time in your marriage? Instead of blaming the other person, say, what lesson do I need to learn in this time? What lesson is there? For some of you, a lot of your disciplines have fallen off. Your, your wife's structure has changed. And, and this time will actually teach you the power of your day and the power of your week and the importance of structure. I was recently at the doctor's office. I went to a great guy by the name of Dr. Jonathan Hartman and he saw my son. My son and I had gone for a run. And I'm like, Benny, let's go for a run. We start running. And very early on in the run, my son literally was having two bits of pain in his knees, both knees. I'm like, he's 11. I mean, that should be dad. Dad's 42 years old. Dad should be the one complaining about his knees and his whatever. But it was my son. And I'm like, man, this has happened too many times for me to just ignore this. So we took him to the doctor. And he didn't actually so much check out his knees. The first thing he did was actually look at his feet and his ankles, and there was a little bit of a mobility issue there, so he's gonna do some stretching, because when the foundation is wrong, it doesn't always show up in the foundation, it shows up somewhere else, it showed up in his knees. See, the pain in your life is not always that pain, it's sometimes the fruit of something else that's broken in your life. It might be a priorities problem, it might be a structure problem, it, it might be it might be so many different things, but the pain of your life is some of our greatest life lessons. I want to encourage you today. There is breakthrough in the barren place. There is breakthrough in the barren place as you learn the lessons that the way, the truth, and the life wants to teach you. I believe that we can go from barrenness to blessing if we'll learn what God wants us to learn. Let me pray for you as we close today. Father, I pray for every person within the sound of my voice. I pray for everyone watching. I pray that Holy Spirit, that You would enlighten us to sometimes the blessing of the barren place. I pray, Lord God, that You would move in their lives. I pray, Lord God, that they would be people of love, people of wisdom, people of faith, Father. I pray, Holy Spirit, that You would speak to them where they need it. You would comfort those who need it. But I pray, God, we'd get out of barren places wiser, stronger, better, more blessed, more able to be a blessing because we learn the lessons that You desire to teach us. Eyes are closed. Make sure you bow your head wherever you are. Don't, don't get distracted in this moment. This is a critical moment as you're watching today, right here, right now. If there's a lesson from the lesson of the life of Jesus, it is the most barren place is actually the greatest instrument for blessing. The barren place, the broken place of the cross 
leads to the absolute blessing of the resurrection. His death leads to your life. His, his demotion from heaven leads to you and my promotion to heaven. His guilt means, means our innocence. His death meant our life. If you're watching today and you've never received the person of Christ, you've never said, Pastor Anthony, I've, I've never put my faith in the person of Christ. I might believe in God, but I've never actually said, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Jesus, He so often speaks to us in barren places because many times in the blessed places, we don't listen. You might've gone through a hard time, and the amazing thing about hard times is they can be our greatest blessings, especially if we hear the voice of God. I wanna pray for you if you've never received Christ. Maybe you have, but you've run away from Him, slipped away from Him. Five years ago, you, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you were walking with God, but you've run away. Let me pray for you right now and believe that Something good is going to happen in your life. Father, I pray right now, every person watching who needs to receive you, who needs to run back to you, Holy Spirit, open their eyes. Let their faith come alive. I want you to pray this simple prayer after me. Just say, Jesus, I need you. I confess. I need you. I turn to you with all of my heart. I turn away from sin and I turn to the Savior. Forgive me, cleanse me, come into my life. Thank you, Jesus. Let me have your attention just for one second. If you prayed that prayer, the details will be below. But if you prayed that prayer, we want to help you upon those next steps, the faith walk that truly is a day-by-day journey. We'd love to help you in any way you let us. So please contact that number right now. Text that number right now, and we will send you a free resource. Church, we're praying for you. We're praying that heaven's blessings for you. I'm praying that God will give you wisdom during many times this difficult time. I'm praying that you'll learn some lessons in this time. Your eyes and your ears will be so open in this time that you'll come out wiser and out of a barren place. You'll be blessed. And you'll say, man, I didn't see it coming. That that hard time was one of the greatest times because I learned what I needed to learn. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. See you so soon.